Your day has just begun. But for DJ and PK, they're just hitting their stride. It's time for all your headlines from the night in sports. As DJ and PK tell you what's trending. Are you ready? On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Hashtag Utah Jazz. Part of this is Shaq. I I said tonight that uh, you are one of my favorite players, but you don't have what it takes to get to the next level. I said it on purpose. I wanted you to hear it. What do you have to say about that? All right. That's it. That's it? That's it. Okay, cool. I mean, I want you I, to hear it. I've been hearing, well, Shaq, I've been hearing that since my rookie year. You know, I'm just going to get okay, better and well, do what I do. Do it. At the end well, of the day. Well, that's what I want you to hear you say. Yes, Love sir. your game, brother. Keep it up. Appreciate it. Donovan Mitchell and Shaq after the game on TNT, after the Jazz beat the Pelicans. Didn't defend a lick in the first quarter, but led by halftime and won 129 to 118. Mitchell went for 36, and PK, Shaq doesn't think he has what it takes. Be the best player on a championship team. Do you? Oh, you'd have to pick against it right now. I right. mean, it, it's like the, the cool thing is that this is only getting said because Donovan is no longer considered the 30th best player in the NBA and the Jazz are no longer the 10th best team. They were having a discussion. If you, if you let the thing go, then one of the other guys jumps in and says, well, they're having a discussion about you're now a top five team in the NBA. So, usually you're going to say no. I mean, there's like four guys a decade who do this, and there's one guy a decade, maybe, who's built like Donovan Mitchell, who pulls this off. Yeah, so certainly the odds are against him. I agree with you on that. Uh, A couple of things here. I appreciate Shaq having the courage not to just go ex-jock and just lavish the guy with praise, as these guys tend to do in their interviews. So, I appreciate that he's willing to say something along those lines in terms of asking a question uh, may not have been the most appropriate venue and time and circumstance to do it. That was weird. Uh, but, <laughs> that was weird. Uh, the, and if, if he's going to do it, and, he, and I give him credit for asking it to him, you know, basically to Making his face. A statement, right, yeah. You know, not literally, but he's willing to not, he didn't run from, speaking from Shaq's right. perspective, he didn't run from it. It's just that when he has Paul George on, when he has Damon Lillard on, when he has Russell Westbrook on, when he has James Harden on, uh, on and on and on and on, we can go throughout the league. When he has Antetokounmpo on the league, Antetokounmpo, you can't hit a jump shot to save your soul. Your free throw shooting sucks. So how in the hell were you MVP? You know, I would like <laughs> to hear that. Right. As, as long as you backed that up, Jason Tatum, you're not good enough to do this, whoever it might be. So just don't isolate Donovan Mitchell because the reality is right now you could argue that there's really only four guys in the league that have been able to do that. Yes. Uh, LeBron, Durant, Curry. Um, and I was going to say three and a half because you could probably get a pretty good argument about Durant. Everybody loves his talent, but he went to a champion to get his two championships. Is he going to be able to pull it off when he's absolutely the guy? I mean, they had two guys who were one and one A, and Curry already had a title without him. Uh, yeah, he did, but I don't know that he played LeBron at LeBron's full strength. He didn't at that point. Yeah. So no, they I were mean, hurt. I'm gonna, I'm gonna give it to him, and then obviously Leonard. Other than that, there's nobody else in the league that you can say quote has what it takes. Uh, the next level, I guess, to me is an NBA title. I mean, if second place, third place, what's the difference? And I, I wasn't. It, it, 
the premise of it is something that I, I don't know that I could disagree with. I don't think Donovan Mitchell has it right now. He's 24 years old. He's a smaller guy, obviously. He can only do so much. That doesn't mean he's not a great pl- player. Uh, it's just that, to me, it was more so... Uh, Shaq, Shaq's Shaq, so he's going to say what he says. And he continued to harp on Gobert with all that money with mm-hmm. 12 and 11. Uh, uh, Kenny Smith saying that if they don't shoot the ball extremely well, they can't win. And there's a major gap between them and the Clippers and the Lakers, a major gap. I mean, uh, Shaq's going to take all the heat, but thank goodness Utah State was playing, so I still was up because normally I don't ever watch that, especially on a late game I go to bed. But I did flick over so uh, from a commercial from Utah State, so I did catch all of this. But, I mean, they've already beaten the Clippers. Uh, yeah. And, and sh- you better say the same thing about Paul George. Okay, he doesn't have anything close to what it takes based on well, what we've seen. And, and if he does win it there, he's going to get recognized as the second best guy in the team. Kawhi Leonard is going to be the guy. So, uh, not necessarily. Probably. I'll give you not necessarily. I mean, Kawhi could get hurt and Paul could carry him to a title. But I think people look at that team now and think Kawhi's the guy and he's done it and Paul will be the second guy. And Donovan is going to have to be the guy. And he's going to have to lead him in score, and he's going to have to have these, what he did last night, a 36-point game, what he did in the bubble when he had 50-point games. And he's capable of doing that. So if that's what he needs to do, then he is capable of doing that. But is he capable of doing it 16 times against better teams than the Nuggets? And the Nuggets were good, but obviously they got beat by the Lakers. So you're going to have to beat better teams than the Nuggets. Uh, Yes, I I think he can, but the team is going to have to be better for them to be in the position to do that. Right. And who's the second guy? Is Bogdanovich going to come in and you know score 20 points a game and hit some of the biggest shots too? Because LeBron's recognized as the guy, but he needed Kyrie Irving to hit one of the biggest shots. And he's not alone. I mean, Jordan needed Steve Kerr to hit a big shot. Well, I mean, it could be anybody. It could be yeah. if they win this year, which I don't think they're going to do. But it could be Conley. It could be Royce O'Neal. I mean, Steve Kerr hit a great big shot, and he's not even close to being thought of as the second best. Robert Ory hit big shots. shots. He's not he even close to no. Jim Paxton. I mean, or John no, Paxton. No, Ory hit him for Shaq and Kobe, so you're big right. Big shot Bob. Big shot yeah. Bob. But he wasn't the second best player. No. And so I don't know when you get there if you're going to look and say, hey, Donovan is good enough, but he didn't get it because, uh, I don't know, Gobert's 12-11 and 11 guy or because this guy over here missed the shot that would have won the game. and. LeBron got one because Kyrie made the shot that won the game. So, I mean, there's a, there's a bunch of ifs to throw in there. Uh, but it's like you say, there's only four guys in the league. So you, most of the top ten players in the league haven't done it yet. They're only no, talking about just, this. They're only the talking about the game. This. Right. They're only talking about this because the Jazz are no longer the ninth, tenth, or eleventh best team in the league. Now they're the third, fourth, or fifth best player in, team in the league. And... I mean, Shaq said it, but nobody picked the Jazz to win the title. I mean, we, we didn't have fans coming on the air here saying, the Jazz are going to win the title. I think it felt really harsh that after a game when you expect to get, hey, good game, you're the man, which is what you usually get because you're only on because you won the game and you were the man. Well, yeah, and, and plus instead, it's Utah and oh, we're out yeah. in the middle of nowhere. I yep. mean, it's like every journalist now taking a shot at Trump. Well, no one's going to criticize you on that. I mean, it's a, it's a, it's fashionable to be able to do that. Uh, and so have at it, man. You can have full full steam ahead. And we got other guys coming on. The, the, the election was a great day. That's the, pop, that's the right side of history right now. So if he were to say that uh, on... 
for the Clippers or somebody who uh, has a much higher profile than the franchise that the Jazz have, he might receive more blowback. But he's kicking the Utah Jazz. I mean, is that really that bold? And not just him, but Kenny Smith and Barkley were doing the same thing. Jazz are back at it tomorrow. They got the Golden State Warriors. As the homestand continues, DJ and PK. Hashtag NBA. Now to KCP. Runs into the LeBron is in the game, and he's got the basketball, guarded by Holiday, truly one of the best defenders in the league, but that's a tough cover for anybody, and LeBron shows you why. He's got that shot down pat. High post Randall avoids a trap, the runner with the left, got it to go, took Wiggins off the dribble from the foul line, and Randall now with 14 for the Knicks. There's some highlights from a light night in the NBA, as many Thursdays are. The Lakers beat the Bucs 113-106 on TNT before the Jazz played. LeBron went for 34. And the Warriors will be here tomorrow. Got beat by the Knicks. We'll be here Tuesday. Knicks win 119-104. Julius Randle missed a triple-double by one assist. He had 16 points, 17 boards, and 9 assists. Golden State Warrior forward Draymond Green ejected from last night's game with about a minute to go in the first half. Appeared to be yelling at his rookie teammate James Wiseman, but was mistakenly taken by the officials as Green yelling at them. Steve Kerr said the Ben Taylor, the game crew chief, admitted at halftime the second-year official John Butler thought Green was yelling at him and made a mistake in assigning Green his second technical foul, and that sent him to the early exit. I saw that happen to Majerus once way back when when I was covering them playing at the University of Texas. And Majerus unloaded on one of his players, I think it was Majin, and the referee walked between Majerus' mouth and Majin and teed him up. He's <laughs> <laughs> yelling at somebody else. But and it shouldn't have happened, I understand that. But you you do have a rep. My guess is Stephen Curry doesn't get that. You know, whereas Draymond yeah. Green has a rep, for better or worse, that he earned. Nobody gave it to him. He earned, earned it. it. Doesn't right. mean this was right. But he earned that rep. And the refs don't like being yelled at, and they don't like you, and they're just waiting for you to go off so they can tee you up again. They're not taking it. Turned out. Oops. Cleveland Cavaliers have traded Kevin Porter to the Houston Rockets for a heavily protected future second-round pick after Porter was exiled by the Cavs recently. A heavily protected, huh? Yeah. Second-round pick? Who protects (laughs) second-round picks? the phrase I've never had to say you're, before. You're, you're not going to make sh- you're, you're going to make sure that you're protected with this guy being a knucklehead, I guess. Yeah. All right, DJ and PK. Hashtag college basketball. Boatloads of frustration in the first half, and these guys just like they. It's almost like they just want to be frustrated. Like we love it, we just can't get enough of it, and that's a real gift as a team when it doesn't turn you totally sideways. And we were searching for a while. The vibe of the game was so different. It was like we had just come from two games where you could just punch the other dude in the mouth, and there was going to be no call. To this game where it was it was just called way different, which is fine, and it just took us a while to adjust to it. But I was really pleased with how the guy shot the ball. I was really pleased with how the guys shared the ball with 28 assists. Uh, I was really pleased with all the contributions we got for guys, and I was really pleased with the guys managing frustration and and doing this for each other. So a great night for Cougars. Super happy. BYU gave up a 13-0 run early in the game to Portland, and then it was, they took the lead, but it was still awkward. They clearly weren't firing on all cylinders, and then at halftime, 
it was completely different. Mark, that was Mark Pope there after BYU's win over Portland. He didn't bring that up. But after halftime, it was easy, and they completely dominated and blew a six-point game wide open and won 95-67. Matt Harms didn't miss a shot. 23 points, made every shot, rattled in a three, had a bunch of dunks, made all four of his free throws. He led him with 23 points. BYU hosts Pepperdine tomorrow night, 8 o'clock on ESPN2. Well, it was Portland. Then. Yep, I mean, and they're 0-5 in conference now, and they're terrible, and they didn't look terrible for the first few minutes, and boy, the second half, oh, the gap was massive. They were going to lose. It was inevitable. I'm, I'm thankful that they played Portland because there was a lot of games to watch, yeah. and I didn't have time to the ability to focus to wade on through that. Game. So once they got ahead, a click, because they started uh, a little they started bit earlier. Early. The Aggies started late. You just said you were watching that one. They lose to Colorado State, 84-76. The Aggies got off to a great start, gave it all back, and then uh, they were playing uphill most of the second half there, PK. Well, I'd like to apologize to Ram Nation throughout the world. I did not think that was going to happen. I did not think they were capable of beating Utah State, and I was 100% wrong. Aggies' win streak has ended at 11 games. They are 9-1 and one in the league. So, Boise State is undefeated. The Aggies have a loss. CSU has two. San Diego State and Nevada have three. Well, now that the Aggies want CSU to stay hot and they go to have the Boise series next week. So, go knock them off twice. <laughs> the Utes break their streak. 12 straight Pac-12 road losses. It's over. They win at Washington State, oddly, the last place they won in the Pac-12 as well, both ends of the streak. The Utes, wire to wire, 71-56 win. They had the lead at halftime, no hiccup, no flinching, no collapsing. They won by 15, and uh, Brandon Carlson led them, 14 points. Oh, absolutely. Points. I actually think Ryland Jones was the one who was the key because he got uh, Carlson so many easy, easy shots. shots. Yep. Yeah. You threw just, him some lobs, found him in the paint yeah. with some bounce passes. Right. Yeah. And so he really controlled the game. I don't know what his stats were, but I thought he really controlled the game, and Carlson took advantage. This is the Utes, man, for better or worse, and it's frustrating. It's almost like you'd rather have them eke out a one-point win. But when you do these things, two of your last three games, you win so easily. I don't care what the competition is. It's Pac-12, and you win easily. Something's missing. Praise them for winning, absolutely. But they should be more consistent than this because they've got some talent. And they did it without Allen really going off. And normally you think, oh, he has to go off. Well, it didn't have to happen. Yeah. And as far as scoring and all that, early as the Utes took the lead, he wasn't much of a factor. So there's talent on this team, and they should be playing better. They had five guys in double figures. And Batten was only in double figures for the second time this year, a guy who's He's a junior now, and his, uh, his shooting numbers and his scoring have all been going backwards. Well, not his free throws, but his field goal percentage and three-point percentage and all that. But I thought he was capable of something like this. He's done it like this in the past, but this was uh, as well as he shot it this year, this in the BYU game. Weber State beats Southern Utah. They'll play again Saturday. Weber State rolled 91-67, gave Southern Utah their second loss in conference play. They're 5-2. and two. DJ and PK. Hashtag NFL. 
This team's going to be built on, we're going to kick you in the teeth, and when you punch us back, we're going to smile at you, and when you knock us down, we're going to get up. And on the way up, we're going to bite a kneecap off, all right? And we're going to stand up, and then it's going to take two more shots to knock us down. And on the way up, we're going to take your other kneecap, and we're going to get up, and then it's going to take three shots to get us down. And when we do, we're going to take another hunk out of you. Before long, we're going to be the last one standing. That's the Lions' new coach, Dan Campbell, kneecapping people, biting people's kneecaps off. I've never heard that. You you got on me about knuckle biter. This was uh, way beyond that, PK. That was weird. Uh, yeah, it's just talk. Who's he coaching again? The Lions. Yeah, right. Exactly. 63 years, one playoff win. All right, NFL playoffs, Tampa Bay and Green Bay, NFC title game, 1 o'clock on Fox. Bills and Chiefs, 440 on CBS. Seems like uh, the Chiefs are going to have their star quarterback, Patrick Mahomes, taking most of the snaps. Well, Danny Reid didn't think he could go. He wouldn't have you take most of the snaps. Chad Henney would need all the reps he could get. So Mahomes it is, I guess. Great. That's what I want to see. Yeah, They haven't said it officially, but reading, reading between the lines, that seems pretty clear. So if they've got him, you got the uh, you got the home teams, Chiefs and Packers, slight three point favorites. Or Tom Brady is going to his tenth Super Bowl. Well, I mean, I picked the Chiefs last February. I so know, right? So did not gonna, else. <laughs> not going to change now. Uh, I think turnover battle in the other game. Uh, if the Packers, whoever wins that battle, wins the game. Uh, particularly if they win it by two or more. You know, if it's two to one or one to zero. Maybe not, but if it's anything close to like it was last Sunday, then obviously yes. Eagles are going to hire the Colts offensive coordinator instead of the Patriots offensive coordinator. Nick Sirianni is going to be their new head coach. Josh McDaniel was a finalist for that, the former Bronco coach who went back to New England for a second stint and is still there. Former Washington football team first-round pick Dwayne Haskins has signed a reserve futures contract with the Pittsburgh Steelers after Washington let him go. So. What does that mean? I don't know. I've never heard that expression before. So that means he will essentially be invited to training camp to try and earn a roster spot. Okay. So now you say that instead of he's invited to training camp. Yeah, yeah. I know. <laughs> reserve, it's a reserve futures contract. No. Okay. That, that's the, the technical term. The standard contract for a guy who needs to find a way to make a team. Yes. All right, DJ and PK. Hashtag college football. Tennessee announced that they are hiring the athletic director from UCF, Danny White. He'll be their new Danny athlete. White? Sweet. Not that Danny White. Not that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> He'll replace Philip Fulmer, who is retiring. Now, White has been UCF's AD since 2015. So he's got five years of experience running a good good football program and athletic department as opposed to uh, Tennessee, uh, Tennessee fans taking over and hiring their own. That didn't work out. Notre Dame placed on NCAA probation for one year after both sides agreed that former assistant coach Todd Light had impermissible off-campus recruiting contact with a high school player in January of 2019. This is the level of uh, quote-unquote cheating, PK, that I just have to assume is rampant. Well, to me, it's like uh, if the speed limit is 70 
and you get ticketed for going 76, and meanwhile you're standing on the freeway there, and every single car is going 76. <laughs> I know. And you're thinking, well, what the heck? And, and cars are going 80. Because oh, yeah, you're, you're on I-15, yeah. and you're still, you know, 45 minutes north of Cedar City or an hour and a half north of Cedar City. Everybody's doing 80. You're pulling me over for 76. Well, I mean, even in town, for that matter. Yeah, I once, you're right. A friend of mine once did that, and it didn't get very far. <laughs> <laughs> Alabama made it official. They are hiring Houston Texans coach Bill O'Brien as their offensive coordinator and quarterbacks coach. O'Brien was formerly the head coach at Penn State before taking over as the Texans head coach. Do you think that he'll get aired out on the sideline the way Lane Kiffin did, or is that just like a Lane Kiffin thing? I think Saban has the ability to do that to anybody and everybody. I was going to say, ass-chewing seemed to go around. So I'd have to see the circumstance, because I I remember the incident, but I don't remember the circumstance. You know, what what was leading up to that? Is it just a singular, isolated deal, or was there other stuff? I told you not to do this, this, and this, or whatever. And so at that point, the frustration boils over. So I think it's capable, but I'd have to look at the circumstance involved uh, to really feel like, all right, uh, that was, you could see it coming. I don't want to say it's justified, but you could see it coming. And I don't remember the Kiffin deal on that. So I wouldn't put anything past Saban unless he knows he's going to retire and he has to stop recruiting because I think a lot of that is for show. What is Trending is brought to you by Shamrock Plumbing. Receive a free reverse osmosis system with the purchase of any water softener at Shamrock Plumbing. 801-295-1690. That's Shamrock Plumbing. All right, Lincoln Kennedy, Raider radio analyst, Pac-12 network analyst, joins us to talk NFL playoffs next. David Locke, radio voice of the Jazz, coming up at 8 o'clock. And we're expecting Joe Ingles around 845 this morning. DJ and PK, it's 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.